Welcome back to Optimistically Salty. My name is Tracy, and I'd like to start off today's podcast with a huge thank you to my listeners. Two of my podcasts have hit over 100 listeners this week, and it's just really exciting to see the growth and encouraging to keep me researching and talking. (laughs) So thank you for that, and stay tuned. Today we're going to talk about change. Enjoy. I think after recording last week's ugly show, (laughs) I've thought a lot about change. And I thought a lot about our ability and our ideas around change as a culture. Whether or not we're actually allowed to change. The encouragement is there. We want people to grow up. We want them to do the right thing. We want them to be better and we want them to thrive in life. And at the same time, it's a really big thing right now that if somebody's thriving and they're moving into a position of authority or power, there's a big jump to pull them down for something that's happened in the past. And this has been kind of stewing in my mind with our current news situation, but just thinking about the things that I've done wrong in my past and Should you be afraid to move forward with your future because of what you've done in the past? There is the distinct possibility that I will write a book, that I will get my book published, and that stories about my past will come out to haunt me. And I will then have to address and react to those things, not just from my perspective, but from the perspective of somebody else who was involved in those things. That's pretty scary. That's scary enough that that makes me not want to live a big life. But the reality is we are expected to grow and change with the fear that somebody might point a finger at us at some point in life saying you're not who you say you are. Man, shame is a big scary thing, isn't it? What if somebody jumps out at you when you have worked so hard to achieve something in your life and says this happened you're not who you say you are what if you've done all the work to change as a person does it matter if you victimized a person should you be allowed to grow and change or should you bury your head in the sand for the rest of your life are you capable of being a good person after you have done something horrible There's this big divide right now on you kind of almost have to pick sides is what we're playing at. You have to pick sides that either you stand up with a victim or you stand up with somebody who's done something wrong or maybe has been falsely accused of doing something. And I keep wanting to kind of post on Facebook about this and just kind of comment, where is the space to love both of these people equally? Because that's what they need. And there's not a lot of space for that. Because we're so happy to be wrapped up in judgment that it's a lot easier. Or we can relate more to one side or the other. And so we choose sides. But I think we're missing a huge opportunity to grow as a culture right now. So... The idea of change, I've heard this or read this in about three different books right now about crabs being caught in a cage. 
and if there's a crab that starts to find its way out of the cage, the crabs that are already in the cage will actually attack it and pull it back in. They may even kill it in the process of stopping it from escaping the cage. And it feels like that these days. That you ha once you get into a cage, you have to stay in that cage or be killed. <laughs> Maybe not necessarily, but you catch my drift. And in thinking about this, I also have been seeing a lot of uh, posts about friendships, about how people leaving your life when you need them the most and having a hard time processing the evolution of relationships. I touched on this a little bit in my podcast about Rise of the Tribe, about how we really aren't supposed to have that many people in our tribe that we seem to want to accumulate, but that we really just need core people in our life to make it worth living. But I want to talk a little bit today about something I had read earlier this year. It is a book called Safe People by John Townsend. And in this book, he talks about when you are an unsafe person that you need to find safe people in your life that will give you the opportunity to grow into a safe person yourself. And he lists off some characteristics of safe people. And when I first read this book, I wrote out the list, which I still have and I'm going to read to you, because this was a goal that I set for myself. I wanted to become a safe person. It doesn't save me from judgment, but it definitely reminds me that overall I'm making changes as who to who I am as a person. So here goes some of this list. Safe person. A person who accepts me just as I am. A person who loves me no matter how I am being or what I am doing. A person whose influence develops my ability to love and to be responsible. Someone who creates love and good works within me. Someone who gives me the opportunity to grow. Someone who increases love within me. Someone who I can be myself around. And someone who helps me to love others more. And I think that last one is the most important right now. There's a lot of really ugly, horrible things going on right now. And we need more people to help us remember to love others more. I'm finding it more and more challenging to think poorly of other people these days. And I think part of that is optimism and part of that is naivete. But when I was listening to a interview with Brene Brown, she was talking about how she genuinely believes that people are doing the best they can in their life in any given moment. And she commented about having a session with her therapist and discussing that idea because she was having a hard time with it at that point. And her therapist kind of took a moment and kind of like shrugged. And she's like, yeah, I, I genuinely think people are doing the best they can. And Brene Brown kind of said that that's the trend in our society, that it's almost 
so hard for us to believe that about other people, and yet we're living in our lives doing the best we can. There's a lot about taking responsibility for where you're at in your life and moving forward. And there's also a lot about who we bring into our lives and how long they'll stay with us. The people who are in our lives are not necessarily meant to be cradle to grave. And letting change happen in relationships and letting them develop and being a safe person is what gives you a solid base for your life. It's what gives you a cushion when you're thinking about publishing a book that may bring up your past. What if you make a mistake in the future, but you still have safe people in your life to love you? And that would be my dog shuffling around on the couch behind me. Hey, Joe. (laughs) I'm going to wrap up this week with that thought, basically. Do you have any safe people in your life? Do you have people who want to give you the opportunity to grow as a person? Or do you have people who are crabs pulling you back into the crab cage and keeping you in one place? I'm super excited about the changes that they've been making on Anchor. If you have ever contemplated creating a podcast, this is an excellent place for you to start. I will say that they recently changed all the interlude music though, and I have yet to find what I feel is my signature sign-off sound. So there's that, but I'll play around with it for the next few weeks and figure out what works for me. If you'd like to follow me on social media, my name is Trace M. Thompson on Instagram. Feel free to message me or contact me through Instagram. Otherwise, that's it for Saturday, and I hope you have an amazing weekend. Bye.